A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. One of the most frustrating things that WWE does is that they book a match and then go, wait a minute, we don't want either of these people to lose. I mean, they still go ahead with it and we get a disqualification or we get a count out or worse than all of that, we get the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll up, which now has been portrayed as a fluke. Sometimes the stakes are through the roof though when we get to such an encounter. So hello, my name is Simon for What Culture. Please do subscribe. And this is 10 times neither wrestler could afford to lose. Number 10, CM Punk versus Ryback. There is so much to this, we could write a dissertation on it, but we won't do it because nobody's going to look at it to begin with. But instead, let's get in our DeLorean and go back to the 2012 Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. WWE basically backed themselves into a corner here because when they were forced to move their chess pieces, they went, well, we've got CM Punk, the WWE champion, who is in the midst of a record-holding long title reign, but we've also got Ryback, who's undefeated, and we would like to turn him into a new super duper star. So as we do need a main event, let's just push them together. And while we probably could have come up with something here, instead we hit the nonsense button because just when Ryback was about to hit his shell shock finisher, Brad went, nope, that isn't happening. He whammed Ryback right in the groin. That allowed CM Punk to roll him up. What did I just say? And that was that we were done. And sure, yeah, Ryback got to beat up Brad after this, but go and see the trajectory of his push as soon as it was over. It was not heading upwards anymore, and in fact, it started heading down. All because blah, 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 WWE put themselves in a position where neither wrestler should have lost. Number nine, Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins. And the hell the cell pay-per-view strikes again, but sheesh, this one was so much worse because we all remember the debacle that happened in 2019. The problem was, is that nobody thought this through. Bray Wyatt at the time was the fiend and had to be portrayed as an unstoppable monster to get that gimmick over. But Seth Rollins was the beloved universal champion who we should have been like, oh my God, Seth, you're the best. Have our babies instead of doing this mess. Because not only did we take all the rules and the whole point of the Hell in a Cell and throw it out the window, but this also ended in a non-finish. Do you know why cage matches came to be in professional wrestling? Because two wrestlers weren't able to settle their feud, so let's put them in this big structure and they can draw a line under it. I mean, the whole point of it is to be absolutely brutal, but then Rollins was told by the ref, oh, sorry, pal, you've been too brutal, and that was that. And look what this changed. Bray Wyatt won the title weeks later anyway, and poor Seth had to go heel because for some reason, we all blamed him. 
And did he deserve it? No. Number eight, Steve Austin versus Kane. So this is a little bit similar to the last entry, but at least we thought it out a little bit. And also this happened in the Attitude Era where basically you could do whatever you wanted as long as Stone Cold Steve Austin was involved. But at the King of the Ring 1998, the Rattlesnake did indeed take on Kane who had been on a tear. Everybody bought him as a true challenger but then their eyebrows raised when this was announced as a first blood match. And this was mostly because the big red machine was covered head to toe in wrestling gear. So even if he did bleed, how was the referee going to see? But as it turned out, this was never the point anyway, because after interference by Mankind and The Undertaker, it was indeed Steve that had the red stuff all over his face. So that was that and the man lost the WWF title. People were genuinely surprised about this too, or it turned out just to be a play for ratings. And 24 hours later, they had the rematch on Raw. Stone Cold Steve Austin got his championship back. And that's another reason why you can justify this. When it was WWF versus WCW, if the numbers went in the right direction, Everyone was fine with this. Number seven, Sid Justice versus Hulk Hogan. This one was just all over the place. I mean, the main event of WrestleMania 8 was meant to be a screwy finish anyway, but this was a screwy finish that went wrong. So if you were watching, it was like, what the hell is going down? But as the story goes, Sid Justice was offered the Hulk Hogan position, you know, the top babyface role, but turned it down because he would rather have been a heel. This did lead to Hulk Hogan versus Sid Justice at the show of shows. And after Hogan dropped the leg, Papa Shango was meant to come back and break up the pin. But he was late, meaning poor Sid had to cut out anyway. And this was not good. It also just so happened to be the catalyst for the Ultimate Warrior returning. And the fans absolutely loved that. But listen to the words coming out of my mouth right now. This isn't the last match on Raw. It's flubbing WrestleMania. So once again, basically WWF had gone, well, we don't want Hogan to lose and we don't want Justice to lose. So let's just go crazy with the shenanigans and hope that we get away with it. And maybe in the moment you did, because of course people are like, oh, I can't believe the Warrior is back. But afterwards, it was not a good deal. Number six, Taz versus Triple H. On the 20th of April 2000 episode of SmackDown, Taz was still seen as the man. He had made a terrific debut at the Raw Rumble. And if we had just treated him like Paul Heyman had done so in ECW, he could have been a player. But the problem when it came to Taz, at least according to Vince McMahon, was that he was too short. Oh boy. Do not get me wrong, Triple H losing here would have been absolutely redonkulous because in 2000, he was the man. But here's a trick, just don't book the match in the first place. I mean, it was like we were setting Taz up to fail and given what he has said afterwards about his time there, that's probably exactly what we were doing. And many still claim to this day that even though the orange one was defeated, it didn't affect him that badly. But then why in a few months after this was he feuding with Jerry the King Lawler? And look, there's nothing wrong with Jerry Lawler, but it wasn't actually fitting of a dude who could have been one of a kind. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions, including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia 
Virginia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Number five, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Going down at WWE Fastlane 2015, if you were around for that time period, you will know the problem here. WWE had decided that Roman Reigns must make it to the WrestleMania 31 main event to take on Brock Lesnar, but Daniel Bryan was so over with the crowd, well, they had a little bit of a pickle. It meant when we did get to the Fastlane paper premium lineman event before we did get to the show of shows. We had no choice. We had to do Roman versus Brian, but this just meant that WWE were screwed. They were never going to let the big dog lose, but they also knew that if DB was defeated, the crowd would be upset. So why did you do it? I will never understand. It also just acted like a massive troll because some of the audience that wanted to believe was like, oh my gosh, they're doing this because Daniel Bryan will be in that same main event. And of course he wasn't. Now, don't get me wrong. These two had an absolutely brilliant match that you should definitely go check out. But if this had been anybody else, it probably would have adversely hurt their career. But somehow Brian is just bulletproof, mostly because he's so damn good. Number four, The Rock versus CM Punk. I mean, this one is pretty much the same as the last entry. It happened at the 2013 Royal Rumble, and it was most definitely a match I wanted to see. It was like one of the biggest stars ever against the guy who was the man at the time. <laughs> But people were desperate for CM Punk to get to the main event of WrestleMania, especially as the champion. And here, he lost to the great one. And that was that. And look, I totally get it as well. It was time to do John Cena versus The Rock Part 2, even though the first one was once in a lifetime. And that made more sense when it came to business as well. I think anybody would say, okay, you got The Rock, you got CM Punk, you got John Cena. The first and the third were probably going to draw more money. But it's not always about that. And as Punk himself said, you could have made it a triple threat. He could have been pinned in five minutes, gone, okay, see ya. And that would have been fine. 
And as usual, when it does come to Mr. Punk, he was absolutely right. Number three, Goldberg versus Kevin Nash. WCW Starcade 1998 will always be remembered as the night when Goldberg's streak was defeated. And I am happy to stand here right now and say, this was a mistake. And look, it is true that maybe the Goldberg runaway freight train was slowly slowing down, but there was no way that you had to change it here. And when you do get into all the material, it just sounds like Kevin Nash was like, well, I would like to be the guy. So we made sure he became the guy, including Scott Hall with a cattle prod. Man, it sucks. And really, I do think that was the major problem here. Nash was over like Rover towards the latter part of 1998. But who was the winner here? I mean, he won because his mate got some weird kind of electric stick and went into somebody. Obviously, Goldberg's streak was done, so they had to try and rehab him. I just do not know what WCW was thinking. But you could basically say that from this point all the way through to 2001. Number two, CM Punk versus Triple H. And my champions 2011, we finally did get this CM Punk Triple H match that had been being teased for ages. And look, if you do watch the build to this, I think it's quite clear they don't like each other. But that's right, you know, they are just human beings. Really though, this was just operating without a long-term plan. Because if Triple H had lost this match, the stipulation stated that he was no longer going to be in power because he was the current COO. So we were never going to end that narrative, which meant Punk had to lose. But two months after this, CM Punk would start his world title reign that would go on for like 7,000 years. And wouldn't it have been better to have built him up rather than done stuff like this. I don't mean to repeat myself, but do you know what the best way to get around this was? Not book the damn match. Number one, Triple H versus Sting. Now do not try and make sense of this, but at WrestleMania 31, even though WCW had been dead for years, Vince McMahon went, well, that old Stinger boy, he's from World Championship Wrestling, and therefore he can't beat someone from the WWF, even at the time the company was called WWE. It's why in the middle of it, the NWO came out to help Sting, even though Sting had spent his entire career at World Championship Wrestling, trying to stop them, or more or less, before he went all red and black. And as ever, the game was never going to lose to WrestleMania. But if this is the case, why not put Sting against someone that you don't mind being? Especially when you look at this now through 2022 eyes, Steve Borden in AEW may be one of the best used legends ever, and yet in WWE they couldn't see it, so they did stupid, that's right, I said it stupid things like this. We'd also been waiting for it for like 15 years, and then he turned up, he got sledgehammer in the face, he got pinned, but still celebrated with Hunter. I'll never get my head round it. And if you ever get hit in the head with a sledgehammer, I mean, firstly, you're probably going to be dead. But secondly, don't forgive that person. They're probably a dick.